0: Welcome to the Cool Shift Podcast, dedicated to beer lovers, home brewers, and professionals alike, with your hosts, Warren, the Professor Wilson, and Matt, zigmeister Ziegler, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to grab a beer and chill on the Cool Shift.
1: Bullshit Podcast. (laughs) Brought to you here by
2: Sesame Street. The letter N. I didn't think we were using that last. No, the letter C. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, Well, It's been, what, one month since we've been talking about beer? Where were we last month? We were here. No. No. No, we weren't. (laughs) Where where were we last month? Oh, we were at the uh, Gnarly Brews. Yeah, that ride at the Gnarly Brews. Uh, The funny thing is, we were talking about um, Angry Eric's beer up there. Uh, yeah Bruce we did a little dissertation mm-hmm. that Saturday after the show Heidi showed up in my place oh yeah yeah I go so uh, you happen to uh, go down and talk to Ray and Arley Bruce she goes yeah I heard about the show <laughs> So I don't know what we said during that show I don't really remember uh, and- <laughs> Ward's not
1: talking to his microphone no my
2: <laughs> microphone went limp on me. <laughs> It's weep. Wow. Ooh, typical. You just work it a little and so, bit there. It's funny because I'm, I'm I'm talking into the screen and the microphone's pointing at my tit. <laughs> <laughs> typical. Yeah, it is typical. Thank but you. it was interesting. Thank she you for she in said me. she heard the show <laughs> or she heard us talking about the show. Um I don't think I said anything derogatory about it, uh, about her beer. No. And she's got two years coming up now. Her anniversary is next is it two week, year anniversary? Next weekend, yeah. yeah. St. Paddy's or St. Paddy's Day. St. Valentine's Day. That's impressive. She's I, mer- doing, I, remember,
1: uh, I remember looking at my building that I'm going to be going into when they were just opening up.
2: Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. I remember that day. Um, that day. Long, long, long time ago. But the funny thing is, she's, looking at that building that she's doing, isn't she doing the booty? Um, dragon boot? Booty? Whatever it yeah. is. Isn't that a chocolate beer? Mm-hmm. And so that kind of segues, segues us into what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of tasting about, I don't know, seven or eight beers.
3: Hopefully.
2: Um, in the studio audience, actually in our studio, which is not a studio at all, uh, we have a couple of guests. We have Matt. Um, Matt, I don't know your last name. Josephs. Matt Josephs? Yes, sir. Well, you know, there's something to be said about someone who has two first names.
4: I know. Well, it's a radio name. Oh, okay. It's Matt Josephs. So, my yeah. real name.
2: Sounds
4: good. <laughs> so a, that's my real name, name is Matt Rabinowitz. Oh, Rabinowitz. Right. But that doesn't flow off the tongue so easily.
2: If you're drunk, I could see that being
4: a problem. Yes,
2: (laughs) the imaginary vision. No, that's cool, Matt Josephs. I like it. Uh, Josephs is actually my first name, but welcome, Matt. You're from? I'm from the uh, podcast Checked Out. Uh, It's the the number one
4: podcast out of New Jersey, actually. Not for long. So we've well, you know, that's okay. (laughs) We not at all actually, but that's what we say.
2: Oh, Oh, okay, that's (laughs) awesome.
4: Yeah, and we figure you know we'll fake it till we make it, and uh,
2: yeah. That's it. What do you guys talk about on that podcast?
4: We talk about whatever's going on that week. We do uh, two uploads a week. And uh, it's kind of, I guess people keep comparing it, not that it's on par, but people keep saying it's like a Stern-style show where we just kind of talk about whatever and make uh, off-color jokes. For example, we got Matt to admit that if he discovered that he was (laughs) banging uh, a woman who turned out to be a dude, he would continue to completion... (laughs) Um, because Matt's one of our sponsors. Hi, Mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, my mom did listen to this <laughs> show. Yeah, <she> li- right.
4: <laughs> so Right. So, uh, you know, it's that kind of highbrow type of stuff. Can't
2: look her in the eye. <laughs> it's rated G, I see. <laughs>
4: but we're trying to clean it up because we actually have uh, something in the works that I can't talk about now, so there's no point in bringing it up. But I told you about it, Matt. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, we have something in the works where uh, we might actually reach a broader audience and uh, actually have uh, some marketing behind us. So uh, we're trying to clean it up. And so now, for those of you who uh, have not heard us, if you go and and find us on iTunes or Stitcher or uh, TuneIn and you uh, start following us, you'll now hear that we have uh, shock collars for dogs wrapped around our forearms. So every time we curse, uh, our millennial shocks us. So... uh, (laughs) You know that—that's always junkie. entertaining.
2: What's that? I said it's not really around your forearms. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. It's a zapper that is wrapped around your junk.
4: Yes, it's a—it's a cock ring. Yes. It's yeah. for me, I call it a cock
2: ring. Yeah, see, now you're going to have to come to our show to talk about that kind of thing.
4: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get my foul language out over here. I'm going to shock him right now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. see, there's another good. voice in not? the in the area right there. Uh, we uh, we have another guest in the audience who's a longtime brewer and pretty much the catalyst as to why i have this homebrew store uh eric why don't you give you a little bit of hairspray out yourself
5: hey guys how are y'all doing i uh my name is eric kendra i've been uh brewing beer for over 20 years now and uh 21 years now and i've been on a couple of podcasts as well this is probably uh my third different podcast that i've been uh involved with and uh we're here tonight to talk about uh, chocolate, chocolate ale, uh, chocolate beers, beers with chocolate, beers with chocolate malt, beers that have actual chocolate in them and beers Pepper. with uh, and peppery flavors and everything else. Um, anyways, my pleasure. I got Warren interested in beer many years ago from uh, him coming home from college and drinking all my beer and I <laughs> finally forced my hand cracked the whip it. and I said, You're yo dude. Beer, bitch. You're going to be brewing and helping me. So I got him slaving away, cleaning my car, boys, while, whilst
4: enjoying my homebrew. And then he
5: Learning learned the, the hard way.
2: Yeah.
4: How, how do you know Warren?
2: Brewed He's my brother-in-law. He's mom. your
4: brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. he
2: married my sister. And,
4: gotcha. Unfortunately.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, Eric and I go way back. We been probably best friends for a better part of a good quarter of a century. So,
4: so you let
5: so him marry your sister.
2: Me. Yeah. Uh, really had no choice. Right. <laughs> yeah, I kicked you know.
5: the shit out of him. He's like, all right, dude, you're, you're in, man.
2: You know. All right. Yep, that was cool. Coming back cool. from a stinky trip on the river. But I digress. <laughs> yeah. Um. So talking about chocolate, I know that, Eric, you bought some uh, porters here tonight for us to drink the the uh, 192nd rendition of your porter that you've been brewing for 21 yeah, this, years.
5: this porter I brought tonight that is uh, chilling right now as we speak, we didn't crack it open yet, has, uh, well, it has chocolate malt in it. I don't, I haven't really actually brewed with any chocolate, chocolate, um, like milk chocolate or anything. It's I've good only... that we're
2: starting with you because you, you kind of take the, the approach of brewing, keep it simple, stupid, and you'd like to keep the grain be grain and not really have any adjunct in your beer so. it's
5: more traditional ways i guess you could say i mean all the research i've done i've done a lot of research on porters and darker beers and i i kind of have a, a tendency to lean in that direction but i also lean towards trying to mimic or stay with traditional styles and traditional styles uh often mean using traditional ingredients as everybody knows and um especially with the darker beers um i like I like to use a couple of different darker malts to to uh to flavor my beers with and uh sometimes it's not just all crystal malt it's um which I've used I've done all different shades of crystal malt in single brews I've done um some crystals some dark crystals some dark chocolate or chocolate and then of course black patent things like that and mixed mixed and matched. Well, with those traditional styles to get different flavors for dark beers.
2: Let me ask this out to the the brewers here tonight. Crystal malt uh, is a process by which they kiln the malt to a certain Bond color. Uh, it brings out different flavors. The higher the number uh, associated to that crystal malt, the darker the color, the more stone fruit flavors come out, like raisins and cherries and prunes mm. and... Um, darker, deeper mm-hmm. chocolate tones. Yeah. Uh, chocolate has a lovey bond of anywhere between 250 all the way up to uh, 450. 465, I think, is the highest I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, would you, just? Would you? Uh, either one of you, want to talk about, is chocolate a crystal malt? Mm,
1: no.
5: I, I think it's They're not. Roasted. Yeah, I don't think it's a crystal well, malt. It's a,
1: it's a dry roasted malt. Okay. As opposed, As opposed to... to a wet roasted, which is what caramel malt is. Okay. Caramel malt is you take your grain from kilning or your grain from the malting process. You don't kiln it first, and you just throw it right into the malt, the roasting drum, okay, and good. you roast it up, and it just caramelizes the inside. Uh, with a dry roasted, they'll kiln it first, like you would make uh, a base malt with. Sure. And then you just take it from that up to the next heat temperature, and you burn it.
2: Have you ever made your own?
1: No, I haven't. I've never roasted my own barley or malted my own barley. So
2: so to to elaborate on what Matt just said, the the crystal malt is actually a wet malt. And inside the kernel uh, is actually liquefied. And they heat that up. They flash heat it to make it liquefied. And then they cool it really quickly. And that's what crystallizes the inside of that malt. That's why they call it a crystal malt. And for chocolate malt, they don't do that. They just roast it dry like you would a base malt and then they put it in the oven. Do you know what degree they kill it in at? I guess certain different maltsters have different degrees of.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the temperatures.
2: Um,
5: I've read around 350 often. For, I've, I've read a col- length of time? No, 350 degrees.
2: Yeah, for a length of time because you, know, oh, you, you could put it in for 15 I've, minutes and not get dark, no, I've, right?
5: Yeah, I've played around uh, with several different uh, t- uh, times with 350 degrees. I've, I've roasted malts. Um, at 350, which was like a recommended temperature to to you know to try. I've roasted malts from 10 minutes to 15 minutes to 20 minutes. 20 minutes gets it to about a coppery color, but a real ro uh, roasted flavor, very pungent uh, flavor, which almost <clears throat> takes over. It really takes over the a lot of flavor of the beer. It's a, you really have to be careful once you start roasting it and getting it darker. Although <clears throat> I would I would suspect that maybe higher temperatures, of course, maybe in the 400 degree range or 450 degree range, maybe would probably bring those malts to nice, you know, darker brown, um, darker brown colors and 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 flavors and whatnot without uh, without burning it. But um, I would have to say that uh, 350 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Certainly a good place to start to experiment with uh, roasting your own malt. I took pale malt, just base malt, and roasted it, for, roasted it for, uh, uncrushed. It was recommended. It just says, whole, whole kernel on a whole kernel. oven, pan. And, and yep, that's and exactly up. right, on a cookie sheet. Yeah, And uh, um, or now I have a pizza stone. I'd probably try it on a pizza stone because a stone I think would be good. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, on a cookie sheet at 350 degrees from anywhere 10 to 20, I found... For the best results, if you really just wanted a good roasted malt, uh, kind of addition to your to your five-gallon batch would be about 10 minutes at 350 degrees. It was just a nice amount of roasted flavor. But again, we're talking about dark roasted malts tonight, and that's just a little, little snippet of information. Yep.
0: So you're saying you started with just... Pill just, just plain old pale malt. Not mm-hmm. uh, you didn't because I, I guess crystal malt they 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 kill it wet or they kill it partially. They, they roast it wet, they so roast it they, wet. they've you've killed mm-hmm. all the enzymes inside of it already. Right, you're, right. you're
1: already gotcha. Yeah, no diastatic power.
5: And then of course I crushed it before I added it to the to the, uh, to the um, Grain to mash to the, the yeah, grist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so yeah, so um, getting back to the the chocolate malt and, and to the traditionalist style of what you do and how you brew Um, most of the customers that come in here and they see chocolate on my bin of malt and they think oh this is really chocolate this is how they make chocolate this is where chocolate comes from and it's not that it's um the chocolate malt actually imparts a chocolate-like flavor almost like a uh, a bitter uh, a bitter
5: raisiny smoked uh
2: like a cocoa powder chocolate like a very dark very bitter yeah yeah dark like a bitter, bitter chocolate. chocolate like yep. a
5: baker's chocolate yep. kind right, of a right. yep
2: and it uses the right proportions and with the right mixtures of other grains it does come through in the beer as tasting like chocolate um, but you, you got to be careful because you can get a little bit of ashiness in that beer if you use too much and a percentage of too much so
4: is that why this tastes peppery to no, me?
2: No, uh, the peppery is not coming from the... Peppery is coming from the coffee Oh, this beans. is coffee. Yeah. Right. yeah so this good, is s- good segue, well, Matt. Um, you have to say what, what we're drinking. Yeah, we have to mention
5: we we're are,
2: uh, We are partaking in sampling Omagong's uh, Jomagong, um, which is a coffee ale brewed with cocoa nibs. Um, and I can, I'm going to get into what cocoa nibs and where they come from in a little while. I'm not going to bore you right now with that information. But we're drinking this beer, and you know, I have to f- say, for coffee beer, I'm not a fan of coffee beer. But for coffee beer, this is uh, this is kind of pleasant. It doesn't leave that much of a stringent coffee flavor in my mouth.
1: I was just surprised that, you know, saying it's a coffee beer with cocoa nibs, I'm not getting any cocoa, cocoa nibs. nibs from it. At all. I think it's it's, it's all really in
2: the nose.
5: The cocoa nibs I, I get. Yeah, in there's the a little nose. bit in the
1: nose there, but it's re- it's the that coffee is the overpowering. And like what Matt said, mm-hmm. it does get that pepperiness. Like if you're using a a chili pepper, and you're brewing with it, and you steeped it or something on the secondary. You get a little bit of that peppery flavor, in the, and you're, mm-hmm. you're definitely pulling that out of these mm-hmm. out of these coffee beans.
2: And this is this is relatively uh, large beer. It's at seven and a half percent, and there's three different blends of coffee. There's espresso blend, some blend, and Papua blend from New Guinea, um, and there are beans that they used uh, Papua, 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 like Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah Papua New Guinea. And you know, it says it's got hints of fruit and fig, and I'm not really getting that. I'm Ooh. getting a lot of peppers, assume, like yeah. jalapeno pepper flavor, but not hot. So I think they just looked at that a big old a... wheel
1: and said, "That flavor, that flavor. Let's write it on there." Yeah, right. let's. let's <laughs> yeah. Yep.
2: Throw a dart at the board and say, "Okay, yeah, we're going to use those descriptors."
0: No. I've heard that the, the coffee definitely imparts a peppery flavor to yeah. in beer, and and those who are. You know, coffee experts will say you know cold pressed coffee, which I've never had, mm. um, is definitely if you if you take a whiff of it, you'll get that sort of peppery uh, type of character of it from it, as opposed to brewing with you know hot water. If you mm. do if you brew coffee with cold water, you'll get that uh, that kind of peppery sense out of it. Huh.
4: So the, with the with the whole pepper thing, like like you were saying, what were you saying was in the nose? The cocoa. The cocoa. Okay. Yeah. I, I smell it, I drink it, all I'm tasting is pepper. Is, does that mean I don't have a sophisticated palate? Or, yes. Okay. I
1: think it's just that, the, that... It means your palate sucks. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. no. I, I think it's just <laughs> that, you know, the. if you had that chocolate flavor next to you, and you took a sniff of that, and you cleared your nose, and then you went and took a sniff of this, you'd probably be able to pick it out. It's just that it's... That's such a small amount. That it is you're not, really slight. You don't know okay. that immediate flavor that you're looking like, for in beer to pull that chocolate flavor. Because out. I'm and hearing chocolate
4: and yeah. I'm thinking a Hershey bar, but yeah. Yeah. like you guys are saying, it's more like Baker's chocolate, yeah. exactly, which is yeah. and, disgusting. And put it this way, like when you <laughs> like if you exhale
5: don't and then you just that. the very first, the very <laughs> first, I wish they would sugarcoat the very first that. scent, the little tiny little wisp of chocolate. It's like in the very first
4: beginning of.
2: It's there. No, it is there. The coffee's very You know, very 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 and very very then, right. then sometimes, is I, don't the sometimes know, I don't get it.
4: Sometimes I don't get it every time. But no, you brood, know, if you see, I can't tell if I think I'm smelling it now because you just
2: told me to do that, yeah. or if I really I, am. Brewing I, with coffee is hard. It's it's one of the hardest things that I've ever done. I smelled it
5: right, you know, in initially.
2: I mean, you, it's you the could, the could put coffee. Part. You could put coffee in a beer and get coffee beer. You can try your damnness to put coffee in beer and get a beer coffee, but most of the time, I'm drinking coffee beer. From everybody who's put out a yeah. coffee flavor. We should
5: comment on the color of this ale and it's, it's also very light. It's much lighter than I expected. Normally it's not, when, you,
1: when you hear when you hear coffee beer, right, you you're, think thinking, Stata yeah, you're thinking
5: porter. You're thinking stout or porter, mostly brewed, you know, like with, with chocolate uh malts and,
1: yep, it's, and a
2: coffee
5: company. But
1: it's
2: mahogany with red highlights in it. Actually, know?
0: that's an interesting question. Does the bottle say whether or not it's made with roasted coffee or green coffee?
2: Uh it says it's cult age with a custom mixture of cocoa nibs. One third espresso blend, one third Sumatra, and one third Papua New Guinea beans. Mahogany hue with red <laughs> highlights and a creamy tan head aroma, dominated by cold brewed coffee. Cold brewed. You know, There's the peppery Good flavor. Good job. Good job. Milk Good chocolate job. and caramel rounded out with the aromatic, hint, uh, aromatic hints of fruit and fig. Tastes yeah. of sweet malt and smooth ridge coffee. He's so got the, co- the cocoa again. And chocolately pleasant fruity notes from both the yeast. And the coffee beans. Now, I'm just getting coffee. Excuse me. I'm not getting chocolate. But I have to say, this is a smoother coffee beer than I've had. Uh, and the coffee doesn't really linger on my tongue as much as some others have.
4: hmm So... See, it's weird, because now I just keep on inhaling through my nose. And now I don't smell the pepper, but I'm getting a little of that caramel. So if mm-hmm. I just... Stick my nose in here and just always breathe through it. I'll go through all those scents, yeah.
1: basically. Yeah, you you'll eventually get sense blind to a certain smell and start picking. I pick up ones other ones. Back. Yeah. Okay. They say that
0: that you know I I've never been a beer judge at all, but that the, the that one of the greatest things about being a beer judge is you'll be with other people and say, oh, I'm getting fig in this, right? And you're like, I know, and oh oh wow, now all of a sudden I can smell fig and beer, or I can yeah. smell stone fruit and beer, I can smell whatever. Right? But so are it's, they it's, really, it's the propl- though, or is that just... It's there. No, it's and there. You, yeah. you, start, yeah. you start to learn because you've heard... what I think And, that's and what just it using is. the words of the... Because sometimes it's like a... It's oh, got a brain. je ne sais quoi. it's got a something, I don't know, what the hell is this? And somebody says, mm-hmm. oh, it's apricot. You're like,
4: yeah, that's yeah, okay. it, that's what it is. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like you your brain kind of scans through those scents, right. and then s- you find right. it in there. I got or it. Somebody, somebody right. and, and,
1: and it, it works, like, it works in the together. good and the bad on there, too, because it's like once you once you know the exact flavor of an off-flavor, you'll drink any beer and be like, ooh, there's a slight hint to that, and then you're like, I hate this beer. Or once you Yeah, when you
5: begin to recognize... You know.
2: Ooh, it's going to come, it's going to come. Ooh, baby. <laughs> have you a, a rainbow?
5: Taste <laughs> <of rainbow. laughs> a rainbow. Yeah, you? <laughs> you have that microphone close to your lap or something?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, uh, we're going to take a short break right now because we need to refill our, our bottles, but we're going to come back and talk to you what about where the chocolate comes from, how it's made, and how to use it in a beer and what we prefer as brewers chocolate. go
5: chocolate malt you're talking about I'm
2: talking about chocolate itself chocolate itself okay Uh, cocoa nibs are usually the the way to infuse chocolate into a beer so we're going to talk a little bit about where they come from and how they grow and how it relates to beer making because there is a correlation between the two
1: maybe we'll grab a beer too yep okay the side uh it's ready to be popped open while warren's just got thinking to himself on what he's going to talk about here kind of
2: wanted that beer to pop without hearing your voice man yeah man well um, it's yeah. okay
5: i'm just gonna sit it's here and keep talking while he just
3: Eric, pops it do the
5: honors. <laughs> okay here we go okay. <laughs> it's a belgian style porter don't get it in my eye oh my god seduction malt beverage brewed you with got glasses natural, on. <laughs> natural flavors of cocoa added go for it
1: don't, don't Ooh, she's a tough oh. one sounds like saddle go. leather uh, Ah. There you go. There you go. Oh, she's a gusher.
2: Okay. <laughs> Double gusher.
5: She coming. she gone. Thank Jeez. you. Oh my God. Sheriff's coming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you said the sheriff is
4: near. <laughs>
2: she's near. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bang. I think you said the sheriff is near. No, okay, damn it.
2: All right, oh. so Eric, so we're we're drinking another Omagong. Kind of, we had that in the fridge, and I saw it down there, and I'm like, okay, we just had an Omagong coffee, now we're having a porter. This is more in line with where I think chocolate should come from, uh, or should be put in. So this is a porter. This is right up your alley. Uh, See, I smell corned beef.
1: Really, I was yeah. gonna say I smell chocolate. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs>
2: so, so the that was Warren's burp. <laughs> Burped in your glass just you so. it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Was that ketchup? <laughs> ketchup I, and onions. I can taste that. I'm getting sausage. Are
1: we drinking beer. Are we eating food right now. <laughs> <laughs> Corned beef, sausage, ketchup. Was
2: that a fart?
4: <laughs> oh, that's a really interesting taste.
5: All right, I'll read the. Uh, I'll read the label here. Oma Gang Seduction is a temptingly roasty ale brewed with five dark barley malts. Belgian chocolatier. Uh, Calibut (sighs) provides the chocolate, while Leifman's Cuvée Brut brings the cherries with alluring aromas and flavors of fine Belgian chocolate and an underlying flavor note of tart cherries. Mm. Omegang seduction is an ale to be lovingly embraced, Mm. uh, undeniably rich and smooth. Seduction is also true and warm hearted, lightly hopped it har- it harbors <laughs> no bitterness, leaving only a lingering glow
4: It's like you know I know I mean? right it's
5: <laughs> like, enough with this description this no, these he was people go
4: about on. The speaker, not the <laughs> No, but you know I know how mean, they it's... like Subaru commercials are all about that love bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why does everything have to be tender and loving? Because it's like, fucking it chocolate. <laughs> like, you beer make... come and kill you just
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is a beer
0: called Seduction, you
2: know. It, yes. Oh, is it? Okay. Seduction chocolate. It's you know uh, Mount Airy Lodge. Yeah, something. yeah, that's right. I can
5: see the, the the honeymoon couple floating in my beer right now. <laughs> Oh, there's
4: something on the surface.
5: Ew. Ew, who farted?
4: <laughs> Beautiful Mount Airy lodge with our lovely mason jar bathtubs. That'd be
2: awesome, <laughs> filled with construction awesome. porter.
4: Way better than those champagne glasses. Yeah, I know. I'd
5: rather be in a mason jar.
4: <laughs> Matt, do you remember that? When were you? Matt wasn't born yet. Yeah, you, right. A... You were too young for that, weren't you? Because I was just a kid when I would see those commercials for. Mount Lodge in the Poconos, and they had this like cheesy 80s couple yeah, yeah. in this giant champagne, champagne glass, glass bath bath. with the pink, <laughs> it was like pink bath water. Yeah.
5: Like it was, it was no, a sex was, hotel. Is yeah. basically what it was. Yeah. With yeah. all those
4: like themed rooms, yeah. beautiful yeah.
5: Mount Airy Lodge. <laughs> you know, that was, in, it. That was yeah. it. Who thought of that jingle? That took a lot. But it's of time still
4: in our heads. It it's stuck in our heads, so it was effective, right? Yeah. yeah I guess that's it where, was. where Matt
0: took the theoretical
4: transvestite for his. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Caitlin! That's when he became Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. That's
5: what. That's when he first. Discovered. That's where Matt
4: and I both fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: (laughs) All right, so are we talking about beer again? Yeah, I think we're talking about chocolate now. I think it's time for... Well, it is called seduction. How lots of
4: beer led to my night of romance on the dunes with Matt Ziegler. What a perfect
3: segue to
2: talking about how chocolate chocolate's made. (laughs) (laughs) One million dollars. One million. All right, so... All
1: right, well, anyway... Hit us with some education there. Yeah,
2: I'm going to hit you with some education. Anyone know where cocoa nibs come from? What what are cocoa nibs? I'm assuming from the cocoa plant. No, it's not a plant. It's a tree. It looks like it's an evergreen tree. And the evergreen tree produces these little uh, pine cones. And inside the pine cones are these little nuggets, what are called uh, cocoa seeds. Inside the seeds are the nibs, right? Hmm. And what they do is they take these seeds, and inside the seeds there's pulp and nibs. And they take that seed and they spread it out. They let it ferment for like a couple of days so that... Their sugars are produced, um, and then they take it. They take the pulp away and put the seeds in an oven, and they roast those seeds at 300 or 250 degrees uh, for about an hour. And what the roasting does, it darkens the beans, and it has Maillard reactions. So if you think about what we do with brewing, we have Maillard reactions in brewing. We get uh, melanoidins from those reactions, and the same thing happens with these roasting of the cocoa nibs. Um, The nibs are then gathered and then they're ground into a dark brown bitter paste called chocolate liquor. Uh, That paste is partly uh, cocoa powder and butter. Um, Cocoa butter. Uh, It's like 47% cocoa solids which becomes cocoa powder and then there's 53% cocoa butter, and then from there they make cocoa powder and cocoa bars with varying degrees of cocoa butter. So you get either the really dry bars of cocoa or the really moist bars of cocoa. Um, It comes in two forms. Cocoa powder generally contains 10 to 35% of cocoa butter. Uh, Cocoa powder is plain cocoa, and there's dutched cocoa. Anyone know the difference between plain and dutch? Dutch has no cocoa butter in it.
1: Put the dutch in the... Uh,
2: my grandmother was Dutch. <laughs>
5: my, you guys were too. Me, my aunt was, was Dutch. <laughs> no, Dutch cocoa. Stock uh, that chink a day's pay for napping on the job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we almost lost ourselves a handcart. $400 <laughs> handcart. No, so Dang, that was close. The Dutch is actually a cocoa powder that's mixed with an alkalizing agent potassium carbonate.
5: Which does...
1: It sounds Dutch. Uh, <laughs> it makes it
2: uh, darker, and it brings the pH up to about 6 or 7, as opposed to being at 5. Um, what was that?
1: He's looking at bathtub well, champagne. Sh- at the, shaped like champagne glasses. How do you get up oh, in that
2: there? thing? So the term Sorry, you don't cocoa is you an 18th it. century corruption of the word cacao. Cacao. Solid chocolate, also called eating chocolate. Uh, butter is added, or cocoa butter is added, and most contain 70 to 90% cocoa butter. So you're eating just cocoa butter out of those bars. How sickening is that?
1: Like milk chocolate, or are you talking like... No, milk chocolate's different.
2: Milk chocolate is with lactose.
1: So when, when, you're, talking, right. when you're talking these chocolate bars, you're talking like dark chocolate? Dark chocolate, yep. It's all butter. Cocoa butter.
2: I know, I know.
1: Even when they say like 90%. Or whatever, it's seventy to ninety percent cocoa butter. No, right? I mean like you, you're looking at like a ninety percent cocoa bar is really
2: ninety percent cocoa butter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe not that much, but pretty damn close to it.
2: <laughs> yep. And then uh, milk chocolate contains milk solids, sugar, vanillin, and lecithin. And lecithin is a binding agent. And I hear it all the time. I got some customers in from M and They have cocoa butter and lecithin, and they say when the cocoa butter goes and gets overspilled on the floor. It's impossible to clean up until they add lecithin to it, the binding agent, until they can get it to be a solid. And so, why am I saying all this? Because you need to choose if you're going to use chocolate in your beer. You need to choose a chocolate um, that is high a percentage of cocoa solids rather than cocoa butter, because Mm -hmm. the butter will ruin any kind of head formation that you want. um, Oils just kill it. Just kill the beer. Yeah. So. um, So when when
4: you see like a chocolate beer it's not it's not like they're putting in like bars of milk chocolate and melting it down or something like that, or even dark chocolate like they're using cocoa powder most
1: of the time like yeah. basically like bakers there are powder. people that have made co- uh, chocolate beers by throwing chocolate bars into it, but for the most part I mean that's not the way it's normally done okay. if you're looking at a commercially produced beer, it's cocoa powder or a lot of times cocoa nibs
4: so if you're if you're somebody that's not really into beer and you suddenly decide to start trying to get into beer and you see chocolate beer. There's no chocolate beer out there that you're going to get that's going to taste like a Hershey's bar, correct? There is. There is.
1: You can get it by adding ingredients back through and doing a few other things to make it taste that way because you're not – because it's the amount of chocolate you're using compared to the overall amount of beer that's going to give you that perception of whatever you're doing. It's not so much chocolate that you're getting that powdery baker's chocolate on your tongue.
2: Right, right, right. That's interesting. So when you, when you use chocolate, or when you're looking to use the chocolate, you try to brew a relatively sweet beer. Try to keep the beer sweeter by mashing with higher temperatures. So when you mash at higher temperatures, you leave dextrin malts in there. It becomes a, a sweeter end product. Uh, the astringency from the chocolate will marry well with that sweetness. Um, and then you kind of want to use some caramel malts, too, to bring in a little bit more... Sweetness, vanilla and caramel kind of accentuate chocolate. That's why you have many chocolates out there that have a caramel layer. You could add a little bit of lactose, which is milk sugar, to make it a little bit sweeter. Um, You can add a healthy dose of chocolate malt to your grain bill, so you get that burst of chocolate and you won't have to require on using other chocolates to bring up that flavor of chocolate. Yeah, Cut back on the amount of bittering hops to bring out the sweetness uh, and reduce your levels of really dark grains like black or roasted barley. Some other ingredients you can add, in which we talked about tonight, are coffee. Uh, you can add fruit like raspberries, cherries. Uh, adding a little bit of vanilla bean or vanilla extract uh, can make uh, the chocolate stand out a little okay. bit more. Uh, and then, of course, there are special malts like special bean malt, which you can get that raisinette type flavor coming through. Um, a chocolate type of beer that you're yeah. looking to be a little bit different. And as of late, there's been a lot of chocolate beers out there that are coming oh, through. Oh, there's tons. Yeah. I, I think
5: we have to clarify some things with chocolate beers, f- first and foremost, is that people see chocolate stout. Yep. People ask me all the time, the chocolate stout, does that have chocolate in it or not? Yep. You know, does it have chocolate malt or does it have chocolate chocolate in it? Yes. It ha oftentimes it, it kinda of, it varies. Some of them could try to go for the chocolate flavor or chocolate esque flavors through using only malt. While other times like in these cases they're they're using their, uh, the addition of chocolate to really kind of accentuate the chocolateness of it. But there are chocolate stouts out there which exclusively deal with chocolate malts. And, yes. you know, they, they, they go through the whole, like, all those malts you just listed, Special B and chocolate and everything else that really accentuate a good chocolatey chocolate flavor, but not milk chocolate flavor. We have to be clear in saying it's, you, you know, you are very rarely are going to find on the market a beer out of the cooler, that is going to taste like milk chocolate. It's, well, it's, going, to have, it's going to have chocolate overtones. It's going to have chocolate aroma. Yeah. It's going to have chocolate accents. There's a lot of beers out there be, now
2: that are made with lactose that are going for the chocolate milk, the Moo Hoo. Right, um, right. There's, one, there's another one in there. So there are beers out there that are looking to do the chocolate milk chocolate. Right,
5: right. There's, right that's true. There, there, there's a lot of beers out there that are going for that true milk chocolate Uh, experience, but in the larger sense of what everybody perceives when they see Samuel Adams chocolate stout or or Mm -hmm. whatever, I don't think they have chocolate stout, but when they have chocolate stouts are typically grain chocolates.
1: Well, the the biggest thing with with commercial beers, if you put chocolate in the name, it has to contain chocolate. Right. Mm -hmm. It legally has to contain Mm -hmm. chocolate because otherwise you're misleading the, the... the populace. So mm-hmm. if you got in a, in a homebrewed beer, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it, say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is my chocolate stout because it has hints of chocolate in there, but it's all from the grain. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna if you're gonna make a commercial example and you say chocolate, it actually has to have chocolate. And I can't
2: say chocolate stout; it has to be a stout made with chocolate,
1: right? Yeah. The name of your beer could be chocolate, chocolate stout, stout, yeah, but, but it has to have the at the bottom. Saying, the descriptor would be ale made with chocolate. Mm.
5: Okay, that's news to me. I thought it was uh, I thought that it was uh, traditionally up to, the, up to the brewer's discretion of whether he wants I didn't know there was a I law think this of is sayings. I think this is
2: more recent relatively new yeah it passed, must be yeah.
5: because i was
2: it's it's another example that i, that I I'm going to harp on this show all the time. It's another example of the big propaganda for these big breweries to come in to put a stipend on these small breweries to try to limit them from what they can do and have them go through an abundance of regulations to do what they do and pay more money out of their pocket, the smaller breweries, and prevent them from growing. And it's just a way for them, for the BMCs of this crowd, to to hold us back. I mean, look what they're doing. We talked about this last show, about wanting the smaller breweries to put down everything that's in their beer every time they make a new beer.
1: I think their biggest thing overall is, is... Just making it harder and harder. Make it more difficult, more processes, more hoops you have to jump through, so that way it takes more time for you to put a product out there, and they win. They (laughs) win. They get more money in the time that it takes you to put something out there.
4: Now, if you did that, could you fuck with them and be like, uh, you know, like put all the nutritional facts and just put better quality ingredients than the big corporate beers, or is that illegal? You would literally have to put all the you could
1: technically put that if you want to, but the thing is, is... um, they look back at you and go, you could put that down there. People know you already use better quality stuff. It's just the fact that you have to pay for that every batch, and right. your cost per batch that you're putting that through makes it so you make less money in the end. Us, we know.
2: It's not it's not only the, the label that's going out there. You have to send your beer away to get tested. Right, right, right. And that beer then has to come back with a list of ingredients that's on that from what they test it from.
1: And it has to be per batch you're doing this. And for them, the amount that you're sending out is like, you know, two or three bottles per thousand barrel batch and for a small brewery it's two or three bottles per you know 15 barrel batch and those tests are not cheap
2: (laughs) no of course not getting getting back to you eric traditionally speaking i think i'm on on the same lines you are i'd like to see beers made with malt and Mm -hmm. well made to make it feel like they're they're drinking something that has chocolate in it when in reality it's just a chocolate malt that's used in the way that you combine those malts together. That's the magic of brewing. Um, not to say that creating something that tastes really good with using chocolate isn't a, a crime. Uh, no, I, th- I, think I think that they taste good beer. But. Yeah,
1: I think definitely like adding chocolate into a beer is great. I mean, you can get these different flavors in there. What I don't like with adding of all these adjuncts and other things in there, are trying to create. Gimmicks. something completely different than what beer is like when people make mm-hmm. the peanut butter jelly stuff it's become it's malt like, oh, more I want, a, I want a beer that tastes like I'm biting into a peanut butter yeah. jelly sandwich it's like no that's stupid right. that's more I want than, a beer that tastes like a beer if i'm going to yeah. put chocolate into a beer i want it to have you know other hints of chocolate above and beyond what i can normally get into a beer but not necessarily taste like a Hershey's bar.
5: Right. I think... So
0: you're saying that the future show we're going to do on Chocolate Peanut Butter Porters is not going to be your no, favorite that one, show? It's <laughs> not going to be. <laughs>
1: going <out>. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a horrible show. <laughs> Me and Warren are going to hate ourselves after that. But we're doing this for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a Chocolate
5: Peanut
2: Butter and Jelly, is what he said. They do have a Chocolate Peanut Butter Jelly. Peanut Butter and Jelly. Stout, whatever it was. Yeah. Um Raspberry, whatever.
5: Yeah. The, the... uh Still, keeping with tradition, I mean, you know, when people – traditionally, it was – a chocolate stout was with chocolate malts, you know, and now they've deviated from that. I mean, there's so many different ranges of malt beverages. Technically, they're all beers, even Zima was considered a beer, but on the label it said malt beverage, and it had no beer characteristics, hardly any beer characteristics. Wine coolers
0: are all all malt-based. They get them into into convenience stores. Exactly.
5: Mike's Hard Lemonade is a malt beverage. Technically, they could be called a beer. If, right. Because it's, it's technically it's the same kind of a. Yeah. Actually, essence. they call
0: them coolers now. They don't call them wine coolers. They just call them coolers. Oh, coolers. Yeah, right, <laughs> and, they, and they say whatever fruit flavored malt beverage. Mm-hmm. Right, right. right. And malt that's beverage. Because they can put it into Mike's hard lemonade is a malt beverage. Yeah. They can put it into all kinds of liquor convenience uh, mm-hmm. stores and mm-hmm. gas stations and what have you because technically you can sell beer in a lot of places yeah. that you can't mm-hmm. sell wine. No, I, mm-hmm. I kind of find
2: that fascinating. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. taking malt and making it into taste like lemonade. That that's kind of tricky. Try and do that. You start. Yeah, you start with zima.
0: Right? Yeah, right. You start with the. the and then add flavor. Ever <laughs> yeah, add, add, flavor.
2: add what, is flavor. that all carapils or rice? That's all rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I don't
5: even know how they make it.
2: Sucky. I'm gonna go run back. You guys keep chatting. I'm gonna run back and get another beer. Okay.
1: Five one. Come on, talk. Okay. Um,
2: so Matt, <laughs> yeah. how have you been? No, yeah, it's been
1: uh-huh. good. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it's been good. The sex has been great. <laughs> yeah, that's well, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> <Caitlin's>
5: fine. <laughs> yeah, she's great. No, she's fine.
4: <laughs> no, so see, I'm not. I'm not digging this one so much though. I'm not either. It, it I, it's just got a weird taste to it. You know, it's a Belgian. Cherry, I like
1: it. The cherry flavors that they're talking about. I, I think I the it. the
4: tart cherry is that what it says. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got yeah, a the bitter tart cherry. I like this one there. more
1: than I like the other one. Yeah, I really? So.
5: Yeah. I, I think you know what you know what happens. Mm. Obviously, a mm. lot these days as they have been for you I know 10, old, yeah. 10 15 years is th- they're they're, they're crossbreed it's like a crossbreed it's a belgian style porter like that's porter is traditionally london porter belgian style or belgian trappist ales and things like that so now we have this is a classic oh, it's example of a complete of the, hybrid of yeah it's a hybrid you know it's, it's a hybrid of like now we have to try to kind of get our minds around that so to speak, and say Belgian style Porter. Okay, I get it.
1: I just think for so, this one specifically, you know, that it, the flavors themselves round together better than the other one did. I thought the other one okay. had huge spikes oh, of well, that peppery you. note, the coffee note, and it was just pushed yeah, too far yeah, out yeah. from this the is, beer, whereas this one kind of uh, rounded itself through as more of a, you know, Barley so wait, wine-esque background. Yeah, too, yeah, like, definitely a had a barley
2: wine. This, this, sure. is, this, is, uh, this is definitely reminiscent of an imperial stout. Um, has that kind of a raisiny flavor, but it's light. It's 6.8. And the funny thing says blended Belgian style beer, mm-hmm. which probably was a porter oh, and yeah. a Belgian beer that were blended together to make
5: yep. this happen. Yep. Um, so basically the head brewer fucked up at Omegon.
1: No, they hey. had extra beer line around <laughs> yeah. there. Hey, let's sell it under a different I know.
5: name. <laughs> I know. We'll call it a Belgian-style porter. Yeah, that's what we'll call no, it. That actually brings up an interesting question, which is, we'll have some...
0: is, is something this complicated too hard to make all at once? In other words, like... Well, it's, it's
1: it's funny. Did they plan if, it? If I wanted to make... If they're saying this is Could actually a, a porter right. and a Belgian beer mixed together... If you were to make those two recipes at the same time and not a blend, like just brew them together yeah. as all one mash, you'd get a completely different flavor. Right.
0: Well, I guess my point is when you, I mean, look at the ingredients on some of these things. It was like, it's this kind of chocolatier chocolate yeah. from Belgium oh, yeah. and all these different kinds of malts and all with this.
5: And arboring all love and, and, and... Yeah, right. And, a, and yeah. a
0: cherry characteristic. This, that, the other thing, right? So is it almost like, yeah, if I tried to brew that, I'd just end up with this mush-mosh of yeah. crap beer yeah. And the only way that I can actually make those flavors work is to try to say, well, you know, it's 63% of this and yeah. 37% of
1: that. And and yeah, whatever. it'd have Group to four put... four beers yeah. and start mixing them and with you'd them have and little little you'd, pipettes and you're it, good to you'd, go. You know, you'd,
5: you'd have to put a, a huge explanation like that on the label just so yeah. people understand before they buy it what the, what the frick is inside the bottle, you, you know?
2: Yeah. You know, I don't think people really care what's inside the bottle. I think they'd rather just well, drink.
5: Well, no. I mean, look at the price tag. That's 15 bucks for the yeah. 22 ounces or whatever Man, it's that
2: is. That's crazy. You so,
5: know, that's a that's lot of because money. because they got the name out there. The, yeah, well, it's, they, it's they all do the that. Names, they uh, certainly
2: have the distribution. Duval owns them now. Yeah. So. Yes.
5: I get all that, but I mean, you know, if somebody is at the, you know, Point of purchase is where the consumer's going. You know, do I want this or what? And then they kind of get bogged down in reading that whole description about the cherries and the sex and the. It's almost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> it's- a tiny little
0: bottle of uh, mead costs as much as that, right? Yeah. Yes. twenty-two ounces. But- yeah, but
5: you, you get, uh, mead might last. Mead's more of a sipper. You know, this is like this is ah whatever. You know, I'm just saying. You you better have a damn good beer in there for fifteen bucks. This
2: is almost as if they made this beer. And they were going for a clean chocolate cherry stout, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, and I could Something see that. got into the grist or into the mash or the into Belgi- the yeah. The Belgians got Maybe into their mash. The Brett, the Brett, bret. bret got in. Yeah, the Brett probably
5: got in there and said, "You know, it's got to be Belgian." <laughs>
1: I mean, the background no. flavors you're pulling out of this is a Belgian beer, and you're getting American flavors coming through you know, in the front it's end prob- because it's blended.
5: It tastes like Belgian malt. I mean, it really tastes like Belgian based malt. Special you beer. know, special B, um, a lot of special B. You know, a whole pile of special B in that, Chris, and um, chocolate some other chocolates and stuff. Some other chocolate, although the overall color of it is not you know super black or super dark like a, like a porter. And the twang.
1: I mean, you're definitely getting that baker's chocolate out of the bag. You hear that, you know.
5: Yeah, it's there. But
2: would I pay $15 again for this beer? Probably not. I mean, if you were to brew this, what category would you stick it in in a BJCP guideline? Uh, I wouldn't
1: put it in BJCP. Yeah.
2: Well, so because, honestly, it would, it's too.
1: I mean, and it's some of the best beers don't fit into BJCP. I mean, it's. That's true. Specialty. I concur L,
2: wholeheartedly.
0: Specialty.
2: Uh, you know, I I wouldn't call this um
1: It's just BJCP guidelines make it so that you have to stick to a specific style, Style. to the tea, Mm -hmm. and people who win that, a lot of times when they brew it to a beer that's out there and well-known, they'll brew a completely different batch to make it more specific to the style for that one competition, and then brew back later so they could just say, oh, look, I won the medal for whatever beer. I wouldn't
2: seek this out, though. I definitely wouldn't go out of my way. I don't know. I
1: think think it's good. I'd probably have another bottle of it. Um, I don't know if I'd buy it regularly. I might, you know... Once in a once in a while, come pick up another. I I liked it. I thought no, it was pretty good. So scale
5: one to five. What would we rate it? One to five. One to five. Yeah. Three. Three and a half.
1: Yeah, somewhere I'd, between three and a half and four. I'd give it um, about a three and a half. Yeah, it, it'd be a it'd be a bottle I'd pick up again, but I wouldn't. I mean, it's a
0: thirty five point beer. The way, I, the,
1: okay. way I, the way I the way I well, kind of look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half, right? yeah, yeah. The way I kind of look at it is, uh, I've got a little. Sheet on Excel that I, I rate all the beers that I drink. Mm. Um, if I give it from if from one to ten, if I give one it to a seven ten. or above, I recommend it to a friend. And okay. then the the higher the number after that, it's you know, recommend it to a friend as a, as a single bottle. Recommend it to a friend as a six pack. Yeah, right. Always keep it in my fridge and recommend it. Um, or or I I'd, I'd buy I'd buy it on a regular basis. It would always be in my fridge. Or you know, I if I've never mm. drank this beer, I, I felt like I've never lived. You mm. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'd put this on the. I'd, I'd recommend probably if, if it came in a six pack or you know the large bottle, I'd recommend that to a friend. I probably wouldn't keep it regularly in my fridge, but I'd recommend it to someone to give it a try.
2: Yeah, for sure. the price it, that it portrayed, sixteen dollars, I'd yeah. find something else. That's
1: Fifteen it. bucks, I, yeah, that's not that bad for for a big bottle. like I that would
2: probably that. go towards.
5: I would at sixteen dollars, I would either go Belgian or I would go porter.
1: Hmm. I
5: wouldn't go both. I would go six pack. You know what I mean? Or six or two six packs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. We got Are next? we going to a break? Are we going to No,
1: we're going to we're going to go, seg- right gonna go second beer. All right,
5: well, let's we're going into the third beer.
1: This is our third beer, but second for this this second this second for this, this segment.
2: Chunk yeah, we got the collaboration between Smaltz Brewing and Terrapin. It's called Prez- Oh really? Uh, Present for uh, a beer for hope, brewed with the Belgian yeast. It's a reunion ale collaboration 2015. Belgian style brewed with pumpkin, chocolate, cocoa nibs. Cinnamon, vanilla, ginger, and Mexican chili pepper. Oh, so, God. this is a little bit of a like a uh, mole, pumpkin mole flavors. beer. So, in
5: other words, it's, it's a saison. Yeah. <laughs> Belgian specialty. Uh, Belgian specialty saison with with uh, jalapenos. <laughs>
0: Actually the story on the bottle it, it says that they get together I, I don't remember the name of the person but uh, but they get together every year in memory of their friend that died of multiple myeloma and they make this
5: uh, Oh, beer that's nice. Their honor.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really cool honor but I well, mean, now I feel bad How do you after come after
1: up, up with that? Right now.
5: It's excellent. I haven't even tasted it yet. It's awesome. I recommend it. I thought you were I buy say it each, again. each year
1: they get together and do it, they all all the people involved do a supermarket sweep and then they take all the ingredients that they got and throw it all into a beer because that seems <laughs> yeah. like everything yeah, right. sounds like what they did.
2: Here. Yeah. It's like. All right, everybody grab something from the supermarket and show up at the conference table tomorrow morning at nine. I got
4: 2,000
2: flushes. flushes blue. Throw it on beer. a table and we're, we're going to put it all in on one beer.
1: <laughs> I got Clorox. <laughs> Okay. Who grabbed the baby diapers? <laughs> the
0: used baby diapers. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> a sour beer. Did you seriously
1: pay money for these used baby diapers?
4: Those aren't baby diapers. What are we going to do with Preparation H? Cocoa butter. That's not Cocoa That's Butter.
1: That's actually.
2: <laughs> you can't
5: polish a Cocoa Butter.
2: That's what Preparation H is. It's all Cocoa Butter.
4: Yeah, you know, they say you can't, can menthol. never polish a sticker.
5: And cocoa a little butter. bit of menthol.
3: <laughs> That's yeah, the one percent. I smell
4: cinnamon a lot in this yeah. one. Yeah. That's the only thing I
2: smell. You smell cinnamon a lot? Yeah. yeah smell often. Lot. Yes,
5: I mm. smell often. it often. <laughs> I eat teaspoons daily. <laughs> it smells like a lousy winter ale.
1: It smells like cinnamon. Ciminin.
5: Ciminin cinnamon. Cinnamon
2: And peppers.
5: Yeah, a little pepper underneath. I
1: don't know. Yeah, all I'm getting, honestly, straight up front, is just sweet and cinnamon.
4: It just sa- so. All right, let me ask you this. So I have your beer, right? so and I, you tell me what is in it, and I, I taste thirty percent of it, mm-hmm. right? I read what's in these things, or I hear it read what's in when these beers that we're tasting here. I taste one ingredient. What is that? Because your beer is what's that? Purple gumdrops. <laughs> yeah. What do you taste? All like, I taste is the purple. But I'm purple in this gum- one, gumdrop. all I taste is everything else that I've tasted all night. So, like, I'm not tasting anything, yeah. but I smelled only the cinnamon. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't smell like cinnamon with a little bit. Of the- but when when yours when you bring if yours this over, this is light
2: beer. I'm gonna suck his. <laughs> <laughs> when when
4: you bring yours yeah. over to the show and you tell us what's in it and everything like that, I taste them all. Is it because yours is fresher and it hasn't been sitting in a bottle on a shelf no, for a th- while? or?
1: I think the big thing is is that a lot of these the stuff we've been drinking tonight has other spices added to it. And what a lot of brewers do when they add these spices is they overdo it. When you're making a beer, kind of like what the guy at the homebrew thing was talking about yesterday, if you're, if you're going to add a spice or you're going to add an extra flavor to it, if you, could you don't, don't want it pick to it be out? over the top. Right. You want it to complement the beer you're making right. to add another little depth. You don't want it to overpower. You don't want to drink this and be like, oh, yep, that's carbonated cinnamon juice. Right. You know? if, if you right. go,
2: oh, I taste cinnamon, then you've over-cinnamonized the beer. Yeah, yeah but see, like, I, uh,
4: this is, like, before I tasted Matt's beer, I never liked microbreweries because all of it just tastes like that thick part of the lettuce that you yeah. sometimes <laughs> get in a salad, that really bitter taste, and I don't uh, like bitter. that. Yeah. And And these, you know, that's really that what now. I'm getting out of these, yeah, right. This segment brought to you by Zigmeister Brew. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, see, I'm not
2: kissing his ass because he's my sponsor, but no, also, you're, like, you're, you're it, kissing his ass because he gets his ingredients from me. <laughs> oh,
4: exactly. Maybe that's what it is. So, is just, that no, no, he's no, getting no, his ingredients from Warren? Him. And uh, that's my point. Is Hackettstown is the future beer capital of the East Coast
1: of the world? Yes. Let's give a round of applause to that Hackettstown. Hackettstown. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think one of the big things when I, when I brew my beers is I my pale doesn't have bitterness to it, uh, so I I try to add the hops in a certain way that accentuates the flavor of the hops. It's in. bitter. I add um, uh, hops in that gives certain flavors at certain times to accentuate what I'm looking for. Right, and uh, I don't want to over malt it if i'm doing a a light pale ale because then all you're going to taste is caramel malts and the base malt and maybe a little other side thing and it's just going to cover up my hop flavor so i try to keep especially my session beers a little bit on the the simplest if i'm making an imperial if i'm making imperial stout or something i'm going to put it into a barrel it's going to be a little bit heavier it's going to have a little more flavor to it but at the same time i'm still not going to over spice it or add a bunch of chocolate or add a bunch of other stuff to it to make it crazy and over the top, just because I can.
4: So, but why did these breweries do that? Why do they? I was just because say, they want
1: to make themselves different. Yeah, I was just gonna say they all same thing. It's that's almost like the th- kid in the back of the class who, instead of studying, wants to go over there and fail the test and be like, "Look at me, I failed." I failed. Yeah, that's Not what like I did. These beers are failures, yeah. but that... They're going the complete opposite way. Instead of trying to create a beer that tastes the best within a category, or create a new category that tastes fantastic, they're going over the top and saying, "You know what? I'm going to throw all these flavors into it, and you're going to taste all this stuff." You know, or "I'm going to go crazy off the wall, something Mm. you've never heard of before." Yeah. Uh, But to me,
4: all I taste is tar. Like it just tastes like tar to me. Just very this beer. All of it. All all all, like microbrews that I, I guess. He's wow, Italian. Uh, can we get some salami and Ryan,
5: Ryan, let me handle this. Uh, scusi. <laughs> anyway, uh, <scusi. laughs> <About a> Boopie. you can't speak Italian
1: just
0: because you have a mustache. So I so I was gonna say that I went <laughs> I went oh, that, to no. I, I went to Wegman's oh. today, right? Oh, yeah, of, all, of all things, Wegman's a grocery store in in well, at least in the Northeast. I don't know where else in the country, right? And I, they have a cooler of just the single bottles, right? That, yeah. that For sale, and I looked at it, and it was overwhelming. In Wegman's, Wegman's grocery store, it was overwhelming the number of beers. It's like I can't choose. Yeah. I don't. There's. 400 different beers here, and I don't know which one to buy. Yeah. Right? And so I think people have to find a way to make a name for because I am just the 4,632nd IPA out on the market.
1: Yeah. They look right? at it and they go... Look at all those crazy ingredients they put in there. If they threw all that in there, it's got to be
0: fantastic. Right. And, for, and for God's sakes, I mean, when, when, uh, when Sierra Nevada has a four-pack of their four different IPAs and, uh. and Stone has their, you know, 16-pack of their 16 different IPAs yeah. and Treehouse has, like, 157 different IPAs, you know, you just you try to find a way to, to make a distinction of your brewery, I guess, you know, to make a name for it. So
4: is that why they're all, like, coming up with, like, weird names for their brew? like uh, De- Definitely. Yeah, right, right. Like you got to like set yourself apart by having a weird name. You,
1: you do, and people people look at it a certain way. When you go, damn into a place, kids,
4: Porter. And... <laughs> well,
1: those are hungry, but are still.
2: They? Well, well, but still, like but you got to put yourself the out somehow.
1: Those are all people that have brewed here. Okay.
2: okay, those are all their own personalized like the labels. Day, but go. Go. Uh,
1: but you're you're absolutely right, Matt. When when, yes. when you walk into a place and you get the same sort of shock that Carl got when seeing all four hundred of them. How the hell do you pick? Right,
4: you've got to go by shuts the label. Down, you
1: go, that one, that label looks funny as hell. But I, that I think that's is what it is. Is like
4: the we the average it. person like me, who's not a beer person. I I, I see the label and I'm like, I I, I like their sense of humor. I'll yeah. try this one. But to me, if I take that and I take you know like two down from it on the shelf, they'll they'll taste the same to me. Eh. Well,
5: what about price
4: has a lot to do
5: with it too? I think sure, you know, there's, sure. There's some of the. A lot of the beers you see, fancy label or not, so, you know, oftentimes it's first. It's the impression of the beer and the label mm-hmm. and description or whatever you're going for. And also the next is the price. I yeah. think it's two. You know, that's those are the two factors that make you know vary in decision making. Right. At least when I'm making the decision, you know, I well, I'll what, see what's if, a
4: good price for you like to spend on?
5: Like you actually want good, to buy a bottle. I want to buy a single bottle, single like a large single bottle. I'd yeah. say around 11, 12 bucks would be a good Okay, you yeah. Know, that's a good average price. The higher priced ones, like 16 bucks a bottle. The lower priced ones, about, you know, eight, you know, nine, ten yeah. bucks. And do you find you that know. price
4: makes a difference in in taste? Um,
1: Not necessarily, but yeah, it, does make, it so. does make a difference if it's the first time I've ever seen a bottle. A lot of times, for some, just. And I'm sure other people look at it the same way. If I look at it this time and I say, oh, that brewing company put out this bottle and it's the first time I've ever seen it out there and it's a $12 bottle, I'll think, oh, you know what? That might be good. But if they put it out there and it's an $8 bottle, I might be like, eh, they probably threw a regular one into a bigger bottle and just equaled the same price up. It's probably not anything special.
5: I go – I go, uh, I say, you know what? I'll go up to about 11 bucks, maybe eleven fifty, maybe 12 if I think it's going to be worthwhile and yeah. I'll say, you know what, I'll get my regular six pack or not my regular six pack, but a six pack that I'm familiar with or that I want to try. And then I'll try a bottle, you know, and mm-hmm. that'll be enough for like, you know, my little purchase for the weekend or something, you know, I'll try right. that and I'll try the bottle and I'll kind of see what kind of an impression it makes. I know, there you are know? there
2: are really good beers out there that are imported that are, you know, two dollars and 50 cents for a 16 ounce bottle that you can go to the store and get. Evan, they, Aventinas is right up there with that. Um, yeah, I
1: think it's like three fifty a bottle. Right? Eyinger,
2: yeah. uh, I'll, I'll tell you one the thing. The Vice right? beers that they have out there. I mean, you could look at any kind of import and really get a good buy. You can buy three for the price of one of the seductions. So my, my point exactly would be I'd rather skip over seduction and look at something that I can get really good beer. Cause
5: Maybe get two or three of them. Two or three of those, yeah. And really be enjoy it. Really I'll tell you one... Beer right now that comes to mind is uh, the Zwyk Porter, which is the Polish porter. Zvezin. Zivik. Right, Zivik. Zivik. Alright, Zwivik. Listen, man, I'm freaking Polish and I can't even pronounce Zivik. it. Zivic. Okay. It's phonetically pronounced. Phonetic, Polish
1: people phonetically, told me how to say it. It's Zivik. Zivic.
5: Phonetically <laughs> pronounced Zwyak. Okay, well it's Zivik, got, whatever. Anyway, it's that's a, a damn good porter. It's a damn yeah. good porter. Hey. And if and if you're gonna and it's a good price too. So uh, that that's one example of what we're talking about. You wanna spend a little bit less, but yet you know, my experience has shown me like that's a good porter. It's a really good porter. You know, it's I would go back and get that again. I have.
2: Getting back to this beer, we did a we did a show two shows ago for winter. Um, and it was the Welcome of the Winter. This was December 2nd.
1: It was the winter warmers, yeah. The winter
2: warmers. This is exactly what a winter warmer would be in my book.
1: Yeah.
2: It tastes just like the beers
1: that we were drinking that night. Can you pull out the chocolate? No. Not at all. I could pull out the cinnamon and a little bit of the nutmeg. And the nutmeg, yep.
5: What about the vanilla or the ginger or the
2: Mexican chili pepper? Nothing but cinnamon. I'm so getting there. There's a question
5: I,
0: honestly, for. I a cannot question. taste
1: any of that chili pepper. There,
0: there's a question for the for the brewers in the uh, among you. It, does chocolate like hops tend to fall out of the beer more than other flavors?
1: A lot of times with a spice, it tends to die a bit over time. But there, it just like you know with any ingredient, it some quicker than others. Cinnamon sits in there a little bit longer. Nutmeg sits in there a little bit longer. Chocolate dies a little bit quicker. Coffee dies relatively quick. Mm. Um... I haven't really tested too much with uh, chili peppers and how long it really sits in there because usually, if I'm making a chili pepper beer, it's specifically for a certain party. I usually don't sit one in my kegerator for a while just to drink for a long time. Um, so I haven't really tested that over over the times. But uh, well,
2: considering how how old is this beer? I don't know.
1: Do
0: we have a date on well, it? It's a 2015 brew, but, I mean, shoot, it could have been, it could have... Because uh, it's
2: got no pepper in it right now. So, yeah, I can't right. taste any of the pepper Right, in I, I mean, it could have been, for no all well, I know, it's a
0: 2015 no. brew that was brewed on January 1st, 2015. I taste the pumpkin.
1: Um, I taste the nutmeg. Yeah, you're getting the nutmeg, you're getting the cinnamon yeah. in there. Yeah. It really but it really tastes like a winter is... warmer. You're getting that, that yeah. dark malt yep. with the cinnamon and It really nutmeg.
5: actually tastes very much like a pumpkin ale, to be honest with you, with a bunch of extra flavors added. Brewed with Belgian you know. yeast, it says. And pumpkin for the first time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean. Which is a waste of pumpkin.
5: Yeah, in my opinion, you know, sometimes,
2: some,
5: sometimes there's just too many
2: flavors they try
5: yeah. to put in a single beverage. I think beverage. that's exactly what they did with this. You know, I just think it's too much.
1: It's you almost know? like th- when they made this collaboration, they came to the table and said, I want to make this beer. I want to make this beer. I want to make this beer. Let's like, make, Let's make <laughs> I bought some cinnamon. Wait a second.
4: What if we put them all in one bottle? Wow. My God. Let's do it. <laughs> That's cool. And we'll do it for Hope, or what is it for? What was yeah, it for? Mo- a beer for Hope. Yeah.
2: It's for, for some
4: bone cancer. Or- Melanoma or. Ewings, or something? Wait, Multimanal. so with uh, Hebrew, Multiple the chosen myeloma. beer? Yeah, so this is a. This Schmalt, is a. Schmaltz, makes, Schmaltz yeah. yeah. Schmaltz makes Hebrew, yeah. Okay, so Schmaltz made Hebrew beer. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. So what is what is the difference? What is Hebrew beer? Just. Is, is it kosher or like, no?
1: It's like uh, it's a company. It's just—it's a, a company name, a like um, company.
4: Hebrew. Yeah. yeah, it's a brew oh company. Hebrew. Come exactly. on, ladies and gentlemen, how did uh, I not I get that? that?
0: It might be kosher. I'm not
2: sure. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't like doubt it's kosher.
4: No, it's just clever. It's just all—it's
2: just a not kosher. Play on words. <laughs> clever, right? So it's kosher. Now that we finish that, yeah. Why don't we take a little break?
1: Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll uh, see what other bottles we have to come up with next and uh, give those a talk. We've talked about these for a good time
5: now. Wow. (laughs) Okay. We'll be right back.
1: So uh, we've been told by been told back by our producer. Welcome everybody, <laughs> Lauren, can you, can you tell us we're well, welcome back?
2: Welcome back! I knew you were Welcome you do that back! Welcome back! Welcome back! back. Okay, so let's, um. let's
1: do a, let's
0: do a lightning round here. We're gonna do three yeah.
1: beers in 15 minutes. Our and, producer said that we've been taking a little bit too much time here and you and drinking some stuff, so yeah. now we have to drink it quicker.
0: And you don't have to uh, spend five minutes on each one if you don't if nope. you don't want to move on. So the next
2: one that we're doing is Evil Genius Beer Company. Um, trick or Treat is another chocolate pumpkin porter beer with spices in it. I have a feeling that no one's going to like this because I think we're kind of sick of the spice. And where are they located? Um, they're somewhere in the United States.
4: Connecticut. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Bob>, you,
0: Connecticut. <laughs> you're just the Rhode Island of Massachusetts. Unless you're a sponsor, <laughs> we you're
2: love you. The Rhode Island of Massachusetts. Connecticut is a great state. What are you talking about? It's a constitution hey. state. Come it on. is the Rhode Island of Massachusetts.
0: I lived in Connecticut for two years. And I did like Connecticut, but the traffic is awful. Ugh. I am. um...
4: <laughs> Sorry. I, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so it tastes like I'm drinking um, eggnog.
4: Yes, exactly. Oh, I got that. I get that. Oh, I got that.
2: That's what. I'm the, not in the eggnog. Is that nutmeg?
1: Okay, so that one's really quick. Too much, much, that one right now. So I'm going with I'm done with pumpkin beer, man. I'm just something. sick of it. Hold oh, no, on. It no,
5: anymore. seriously. It's uh, not quite as dark as a porter. It's about a porter darkness, a lighter porter darkness. It is uh, lighter in carbonation. It has probably a little bit of a.
2: It's got a buttery mouthfeel. It's got uh, a hell of a body to it. Mm-hmm.
5: It's got a almost body. a like <laughs> a, like a. Uh, Cardboardy after, cardboardy after mm. something, something in the after oh, so it's, it's effect.
2: Maybe it's been sitting around too long. It's just oxidized. It might be It's got that Connecticut aftertaste.
1: like a dust, yeah. like a
5: dusty cardboard. You know? Like like a, a,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, the spices come through. It's kind of dirty on the finish.
5: That's what I mean. Like something that's, yeah, like, like, like my ex like dirt <laughs> Okay, <out laughs> The <of> finish. <laughs> Of finish? This beer
2: was brewed in July of
5: 2015, so it's well, not old. Um, that's it's got old. like an old ale kind of finish. Like that 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 back end is like an old ale dusty closet.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a got a bit of that dusty closet in it. The spice yeah. finish is very dusty. That kind of yeah. that kind of brings yeah. me
2: into my little comment here. 7 23 2015, the beer was bottled. Yeah, I'm done. Ready with for this market beer. in August for a fall pumpkin beer. That's well, what's gotta, wrong with you, fucking America. You have to do that, though. <laughs> That's what's fucking wrong with this. If
1: you really think of the logistics behind everything, if you want to get a beer out, bottled, in enough demand to be able to sell out oh. there for whatever fall season or whatever season you want to come up to, you have to have it all done, ready, sitting on the side in bulk to mass release at one point.
2: I probably beg okay. to differ on that, though. I, I agree with you on that. You're an old brewer. No, I, I agree on that you have to have it ready and gone. But it was sitting in someone else's hands for several okay. months, and you still have this shit out on the Put
1: fucking market. The fact that it's still okay. on the shelf is Ding,
5: five minutes is up. What's this next one? This is Ellicottville. How do you spell that? What is
1: Ellicottville? It? Ellicottville? Ellicottville Brewing Company. Ellicott? In Maryland.
2: Or Maine. It is in Oregon. 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 Oregon.
5: Not Oregon. Oregon.
1: Oregon. Oregon Trail.
5: And what? What kind of beer is it? Pine Tree.
2: What kind of beer is it? (laughs) It's Ellicottville, New York. It's actually (laughs) chocolate cherry bomb imperial stout, robust and malty. Now this, I'm looking forward to. I've been looking forward to this when I saw it, but I don't know if I'm going to be pleased. I mean, what's your first impression? Let's take, let's take a
1: nose there.
2: Palm, imperial style. Wow. I'm, not,
1: I'm not getting chocolate or cherries. I'm getting chocolate and cherries. Are you
5: getting... Oh, I what? smell the chocolate. It's like a cherry I chocolate. Sh- it's I like a chocolate-covered chocolate cherry cherries. right there in the nose. Pull I'm your fucking some... nose. Definitely chocolate-covered cherry mm-hmm. right there no. in the nose. Oh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: All I got up my nose was the
4: actual beer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like um, cherry dip. I'm not getting that. I... With ashtray. Oh, wow. I got the ashtray. getting
1: something else in the nose there. Getting Something else is popping up first.
2: The chocolate pumpkin.
4: Oh wow, but it tastes I taste cherry a lot.
5: Definitely put ton of cherry. Yeah, Holy tons of cherry. And I get
2: the chocolate? I get the chocolate. I get the chocolate but I get ash. I get a lot of ashiness. It's interesting.
1: I'm getting ash. I was getting ash in the nose and I'm getting ash in the flavor.
2: Right. I don't know if anyone has ever <laughs> dipped before.
1: My nose is covered in that. If anyone <laughs> ever
2: dipped before, what oh, that brown uh, stuff is?
1: <laughs> yeah, chocolate yeah, cherry That's bomb so imperial
2: stout <laughs> tastes like skull cherry. Dip. Yes, exactly. It's like dip. Not nothing against El but but I man, really? Oh god, um, this Ugh. is kind of harsh. I'm dumping. It's it's Who drinks this you know what? The
5: end? You know I don't know. Like here's the thing: you're gonna buy a six pack of that, and you're gonna finish all six of them. You're no, gonna, you know it's what I mean? Much. I'm barely going to finish that one bottle. And those five other bottles are going to sit in the back of my fridge until I can mm-hmm. get rid of them. Until next some, year. Yeah, until <laughs> I, I can barely... unload them on some friends. Hey, no, no, until Warren this... comes over to the house and goes, Hey, <laughs> Warren, I got this great beer over there. beer, man. You're bring it down to the store. Yes. You know, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, these guys got all these crazy ideas. I'm not going to enjoy a six-pack. And if I do buy a six-pack... I'm not going to go back and get another one. No. Okay, I'm so go. Oh, there's that fucking But you know what? I
0: think of every just think of this, of every beer that's ever been brewed, there's somebody out there that says this is my favorite beer I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Somebody well, out there says this, no, you're this right. is my you're favorite. Absolutely thing right on the bird. Yeah.
5: There's always it's true.
2: There's always one or a group of people that say this beer but is the those,
5: greatest beer But those few people are not going to keep a brewery in business. Oh, no. You no, know? they're not.
4: No, they're no, not. And they're also jerk-offs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we hate them. And they have little dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, wait, wait. For, for homebrewers, it's easy for us to sit back and say, listen, this beer is a bomb. It, it says it what it is. It's just a bomb. It doesn't really do us well. When we're home and we're sitting there contemplating what we can make up and we can brew this at a five-gallon batch. We do it. And if it doesn't turn out, it's five gallons lost. Big fucking deal. Yeah, they it's, got a whole... They got a whole fucking 30 barrels to get rid whatever. of. Or whatever. Yeah. So you have to be very selective, Matt, about what you brew unless you have a pilot Yeah, system. Matt. Matt. Yeah, Matt, since
5: when you can open the third? Oh, our five minutes five are up. Minutes up. Ding! Five no, that's okay.
2: We're moving on, but I'm just saying this is a good segue into this. this. Oh, I
1: got to be very selective on what I brew. You, be, you uh, can't uh, just be like, I'm going to brew a chocolate on a big cherry system. bomb, I, on the big and system, I'm going to send it away.
2: So you would probably do this on a on a little small oh, this scale. Is the, absolutely, this
1: style of beer would be on a good. small scale. And
2: space. and if you got this result out of your small scale, would you put this on draft?
1: I brew this in six. No, I throw it out. On draft? Because uh, no. it's going to sit
5: there. Because people are going to go, eh, no, I'll have the paleo. But see, there are people
2: out there that would put this on draft without doing a test first. And uh, see, I don't know. They would definitely
5: do a test. No, I they would
2: wouldn't. Think. No, they wouldn't. And I'm telling you Oh, you, me you this mean right a now. test, like a customer test? No, 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 no. A, a test batch. A, a small detail. little oh, batch. Oh, oh, the idea batch.
1: The idea of the beer, a chocolate cherry beer, sounds fantastic. It would definitely work, and you can make it great. You'd
2: have to tweak it, though. You'd have to do it You'd, you'd want multiple to do times, a test right? batch of it, absolutely. But right, so my point is there are brewers the out there. The uneducated you know what? individuals. I'll tell you one thing. Those brewers, Warren, those
5: brewers that are going to do that are going to be bigger brewers that have several uh, taps to to fill. You know, in other words, they're they going to— have
1: make... to be able to look at 30 barrels of beer and be like, huh, that pittance?
5: Right, that's what I mean. Like a larger situation where they have uh, enough uh, fermentation tanks.
2: And
1: And their pilot system is 30 barrels. Well,
2: your pilot system is going to be 20 barrels, right? Or 20 20 20 gallons, rather. So 20 gallons, you're going to be able to do this in a 20-gallon system. And if you didn't get it right the okay. first time, but it's something that you believed in that you could get okay. right, you would do it again.
1: On the small All right. system. On the small system. Yeah. Okay, ding, moving right. on to the third beer. Matt was saying something. You... Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Oh
4: No, 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 I was just going to say, will you pledge not to make ding. anything like the bomb? <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Like <Blanket. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll make sure that whatever goes out is always better than Not that. like yeah. that. <laughs>
2: Yes, thank you. Good. So, All right, number three. We're drinking this. This is, uh, this is called
5: Southern... This is from Southern Tier Southern Tier, who's brewing a good company. brewer.
2: Brewing Company. Really good brewing company. As a matter of fact, aren't they the ones that put um, uh, Bach beer or, uh, on the map for us back in the 90s? Southern Tier. Southern,
1: Southern Tier, Tier yeah. They're, they're in Long Island, right? No, Southern Tier. Lakewood, New York. They're... they're uh, Lakewood, New York. West New Jer- York. West New York.
5: Yeah, I don't know where Lakewood, New York, is.
1: Who's? Oh, it's, who's? They in, are the southern. They're in the southern, southern tier, southern New, tier New, York. York. Okay. New York. Okay.
5: Okay. 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 Yeah. Who's not, in
2: Long Island then? Who's? Uh, who's the one that's that one? on? No. Oh. No. Uh,
1: that makes Bach beer.
2: No, 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 no. It might not even be Bach. There's. It's either wheat or whatever. Whatever. Okay. We'll move on. Move on. Cause...
1: Southern tier just
0: southwest of Buffalo. Oh, they're up north, actually. Yeah. Oh, Okay, uh, not well, sort of between Buffalo
1: and Erie. Yeah, that's still okay. pretty, pretty
0: up there. This Did beer the
5: was this. This maybe? beer is called uh, Chocolat, uh, Choklat. C H O K L A T. It's an imperial stout brewed with chocolate and natural flavor added. So it says color black, body medium, bitterness medium. Uh, pair with roasted or smoked foods, chocolate desserts store dark upright serve in a snifter
1: So what I've what I've always found from Southern Tier beers is that a lot of their beers are very flavor forward to the point of like above and beyond beer flavor it's whatever they're saying their flavor is going to be mm. and it comes to the extent of being almost extracty fake artificial
5: Well it's Every as...
1: time like they're even with pumpkin it seems to have like a fake artificial there when they made uh, Creme Brulee, it seemed to have that fake, artificial, over-the-top sort of flavor. Like, they made a base beer that was good, and then they just added extract to it to kind of push forward mm. the flavor to make whatever they're looking for.
5: Well, this says it's, build, uh, it's brewed with uh, bittersweet Belgian chocolate, so and, of course, chocolate malt, and uh, and caramel malt. Mm-hmm. So it has, you know, a good combination of support for getting, the chocolate I'm getting flavors. the caramel
1: in there. There's, like, a lot of... A lot of Tastes like Crystal Lady Crystal 120 in the back there, um, but uh, Baker's chocolate kind of flavor like that um, gritty Baker's chocolate flavor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's just that caramel malt backbone to it. It's
2: does I it. Get smell chocolate yeah. I, smell chocolate, I smell chocolate in the nose. I smell the chocolate. I smell
1: baby oil in the nose.
2: So th- this this beer actually is one of the most talked about chocolate beers that are on the market. Um, I see a lot of it in forums. A lot of really? people, a lot of people are trying to produce this beer at home for home brewers. Yeah, it's right. rated 95 it's in the 95? BA. 95. 95. Yeah. It's up there. Really? I mean, yeah. It's it's. That's,
1: uh, that's what concerns me when people start talking. 95. Like, to me, this, guy this is 95. Comes, a to me, this advocate? comes through artificial, over the top, right. not beer stuff like this from Southern Tier. The same sort of thing from breweries like Duclaw. Yep. It's all, to me, just so extract. And people seem to go crazy for it. Yeah. And to me, that's not beer anymore. This isn't beer. This is a flavored beverage.
2: I'm not not putting a dig at a lot of people that are out there, but there's a lot of people out there that still believe that Bud Miller and Coors are beer, and that's what Bud Miller and Coors should be. And these are the same folks that really don't, and I don't want to sound callous because these are people that don't, aren't, aren't really callous. They, they're not dumb, they're not stupid, but they don't know beer. So when they t- taste these flavors of this beer, it's, it's something different, it stands out, it tastes like chocolate to them, it's great, it's not that expensive. I mean, how much was this bottle? This bottle must have been $7. or eight dollars. price is pretty decent yeah, It's price. decent-priced. So for that and having a punch of what you're looking for, and it says chocolate on it, it's it's gonna it's gonna sell like hotcakes, and people are gonna look after it. It's a hard beer to make but because you it, have to use real chocolate.
5: It's also, uh, I mean, really yeah, marketed as this is this is also, I mean, uh, marketed as a, a dessert beer. You know, so this is not a beer you're gonna get. I mean, it says it, it would go with um, with uh, some other stuff with dinner, but it also says it would go, you know, better with desserts. Uh, I'm trying to think where...
1: Because it does have that chocolate flavor coming through on it. I mean...
5: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It completely... Just like
1: the Hershey's chocolate syrup you pour all over the top of your, you know, your jaw, you know, that goes great with your ice cream and all that sort of stuff. I get but stuff like... It's got a huge so... chocolate flavor. This, It's got a chocolate flavor to it. The problem is, is that... It's got that artificial flavor in there, too, and it's not beer.
4: Remember the Dennis Leary bit about coffee-flavored coffee? And he go into the 7-Eleven, and he smelled maple syrup, and he goes back in, and he goes, Sorry, I got a coffee, but I'm smelling maple syrup. I'm like, Ah, oh, yeah, that's our maple, you know, nut, whatever. And he's like, You just have coffee-flavored fucking coffee?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I,
4: and, and now it's like everywhere you go, there's all different flavor coffees. Yeah. I think with it seems like with beer, we've hit that coffee-flavored coffee stage where mm-hmm. just like can't we just have beer flavored beer yep. can't yeah. beer just be beer yep. why why does everything have to be flavored and taste different like it's like we're disgusting
1: like it's one thing to to make a beer that has hints of chocolate notes like when yeah. you're drinking a wine or something like that oh right. it has hints of cherry hints of hints of but it's you know, still oak wine and, and it's yeah but then it's like oh this is a chocolate beer and it tastes like I don't know chocolate right, it extract like and then at the end it's got some alcohol to it. It's like you can get that so from chocolate vodka, like, like yeah. Dad's root beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Southern
2: Tier puts out creme brulee, don't they? Yeah, that's another big.
1: That's what I was saying. Yeah, dessert I think, beer. I think that between that one and I think it's uh, pumpkin; those blended together are Warlock. Okay. So uh, okay, we've right, talked so, we've so, talked so, enough so, about these three so, beers. So, all
0: right, so in this segment, Southern Tier.
5: Uh, Southern tier has been the best.
0: Eliconville and, and Evil, evil Genius. genius. So, the, the, so you had the chocolate pumpkin with no chocolate scent, the flavor into it. The Eliconville, which was a big chocolate cherry bomb. And the Southern tier, which was very, very, very chocolate.
1: Yeah, and it seemed like of those three, they were just too artificial or too spice-heavy or too just something else over the top. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to try some two more Two more beers. Oh, my God. Two more beers. <laughs> um, I think overall. These, these uh, I think, are going to come out a little bit more. I think they're going to be more beer-forward as opposed to chocolate-forward. I think
2: you're going to like this comment, too, Matt. Yeah. Isn't it nice to have other people help us drink these
1: beers? Oh, my God. <laughs> if, uh, could you it, imagine if we were doing this yeah, together? If it was just the two of us drinking seven beers, I'd be like, you know what? It'd be what, a shit dude? show again. i on your couch, <laughs> and hopefully my phone doesn't die to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. i <laughs>
2: Uh, this next beer is Young's Double Chocolate. Uh, we're going to try that. It's by Wells and Young's LTD Brewery out of United Kingdom. Um, it is considered a milk or a sweet stout, so I assume that this has some lactose in it. I don't have any information on that. What does it say on the, the label there? Uh,
5: it says Young's Double Chocolate Stout, ale with natural chocolate flavor added. Um, and that is it. And it has a now, government what, What's the warning. ABV on that one? Like five point uh, two.
1: I'm wondering if they if they call it double chocolate because they're using chocolate malt and it's cocoa noob.
2: A, the probably. original dark beer. It's definitely not because of the al- with
5: real no, no, chocolate brewed with real chocolate and natural chocolate flavors.
2: Mm. I think that's probably pure yeah. luxury. The reason well, like
1: what you were talking with earlier when people say chocolate stout, they mm-hmm. could mean also brewed with chocolate malts. So this is well, saying double chocolate because it's brewed with chocolate. And and, with and,
5: and the chocolate malt, which is what the next one is after that, which is the Samuel Smith's okay. uh, Organic Chocolate Stout, which is also chocolate malt and chocolate stout.
1: So wait, let's uh, let's crack open Young's. According
2: to the Young's Double Chocolate Stout, um, it scored a 90 uh, on the BA score, and the brothers, I guess who own the rights to the BA, scored, it, 90. It, a 90, scored it a 92. So outstanding is the rating... Um, and I'm looking forward to this. I think by far tonight, these last two beers, we saved the best for last. Hopefully, knock on wood, that that's it. Omagong wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I think yeah, up to right now, small, I think we're we're it gonna seems review to be around, at the end. Yeah. Omagong is not bad, but um,
1: yeah, we'll I'm we'll talk forward. we'll talk at the end. It's, it's not, really. yeah. It's wah, wah,
2: wah. <laughs> okay. Now I went to sniff my beer and I sniffed the screen on the microphone instead. <laughs> I think I had a little too much to drink tonight.
4: Not yet. <laughs> Smells oh, like well, my uncle's chocolate. breath oh. at
2: a party. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell the difference right away from the last one that we sniffed to
5: this one. I can. I can tell you right now. These people stick to traditional methods. Fuck mm-hmm. you and your traditional including, methods, including good. Chocolate malt. In the base. You're
1: getting you're getting some cocoa nib chocolate sort of I flavors coming cho- out of it's it. It's a good mixture, but, though. It's a yes, nice blend. A it's a not box. it's
5: not like a it's not like a it's not like an overpowering. Tradition. Of...
1: And it comes through with a stout flavor, <laughs> with a, with chocolate malt in the background. You're actually not getting too much of a chocolate flavor in there. You're getting that stout flavor with a little hint of wow, chocolate. Wow, that's there. really Interesting. Like I'm different.
2: reading someone's review and it says the look is black, like your girlfriend, your ex girlfriend's heart.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely black. Yep, it is.
2: <laughs> it's got some good, uh, nice little lacings going there. Little Queen's Anne's going on. And I don't know if you guys know what that reference is. Matt might be too young to remember who Queen Anne is.
1: Queen Anne's lace. Yes. Was that that's back still, in the 1800s? That's still a weed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I am contemporary to Queen Anne. But you
5: know what? <laughs> not for nothing, um, what would BA uh, rated this a low rate? 90.
2: 90. Not low. That's no, not low by I mean, any means. Oh, I thought it
5: was lower than 90. No,
2: no. 90 well, is an outstanding rating. It's not low by any means. It's just lower than lot.
5: It has. I'll tell you what It has. It has chocolate malt flavor and has a little bit of chocolate nibs flavor, yeah. but not much else, to be honest with you. It, it tastes has, like it, a stout. Two things. It tastes like a stout, it, but it's it's kind of just, that's all we got going on here. Yeah, but that's okay. This is It's fine. I'm not knocking it, but it's kind
4: of just, it's simple. But That's I, what's so good about it. I think.
2: No, it is. It's yeah. beer. This is right? beer. This is, this is beer. This is not fake chocolate. Right. This it's is beer, beer yeah, that that's has maybe the chocolate... Difference. No, it is. It's yeah. it's, it's, its got some sweet. ash in the end, in the up and then. I don't think you're ever going to get weight. I don't think I'm ever going to get away from ash. I oh, think yeah. once I discovered what that flavor was, it's always going to stick in the back of my head as ash. No,
4: but it, it, I see what you're, see what you're saying have, with yeah. the ash, though. Like, it, I, I I like this. No, I it's like delicious. It yeah. It's, yeah. Now it's now really like good. It. Chocolate malt
1: and the beer. never had chocolate malt try So problem. we're going to put some chocolate malt in our mouth. Is this chocolate malt or pale chocolate? This is malt. This is regular chocolate. Okay. We'll this, is a,
2: this is actually um, Weirman's chocolate malt.
1: Weirman. Mm-hmm. So that compared to the beer. So, when I use chocolate malt by itself... Oh,
5: burnt. Tastes burnt. With chocolate malt. W- within
1: yeah. a beer, if I'm using chocolate malt as one of the main flavorings, I get some chocolate, but more coffee. Right. If I want to pull chocolate flavor... Out of malt, pale chocolate. Pale chocolate's where I go. English pale chocolate is fantastic. That's what that. I
2: have up front. Yeah.
1: Um, actually, I think it's from what we talked about earlier. Possibly Thomas Fawcett pale chocolate. That's malt what I have. Yeah, is my favorite pale chocolate malt. That gives you the most chocolatey flavor. In a I malt. agree. No,
2: it's on the floor in the corner, uh, in, the, in the top there. Um, but this chocolate that we're eating right now—if mm-hmm. you eat that chocolate, it's got that bittersweet chocolate flavor. In the end,
1: but it also with has coffee, that, it also has that ash that quality. Coffee too. And, and, the ash. Yep. and the ash, yep,
2: and the coffee flavors are coming through. You're perfect, right. Then and, and this chocolate, this pale chocolate, more like oh, a crystallized yeah. chocolate.
1: Yeah, you can look at it; it has that crystalline mm-hmm. sheen to it, right?
2: And it's it's very sweet; it's a little bit sweeter.
1: Mm.
5: Larger too,
2: yeah, and larger. This is Thomas Fawcett. And it's toast. Mm. It's not roast. I like that better. Mm. Yep. So it's a now, lot less so astringent. Now
0: the interesting thing might be try the pale chocolate and then drink this beer and see what you think.
2: One, one of the hardest things about making a stout not as burnt when you're using extracts.
5: Interesting. Not as not as roasted. I mean obviously mm. it's lighter in color. Is
2: color.
1: Yeah.
2: Color and when you use pale chocolate, you don't get the color. Yeah. When you use even when you use regular chocolate, you don't get the color that you're looking for. So, Look. it's very difficult to balance out that ashiness because you have to use black malt or um, what's the other malt that's debittered black? Black patent. Or black patent to get the color in. And that's hard to do to balance out the flavor. But luckily, extract sugars, uh, maltose, liquid or dry, has enough of sweetness to it that you can pretty much balance that out.
1: No, that Yeah, this is definitely one of those beers. It's beer first. Yep. And then chocolate yeah. second. And
2: that's exactly what I like in beer. This is beer. This is definitely beer. This is not dessert beer. Would you buy it again? Yeah. This would be one that I would buy over and over again for So a this is the British
0: IPA versus American IPA, right? Right or, or, or traditional IPA versus Americanized West Coast, Northeast, whatever IPA. No. So this is the equivalent. Well, I just of, think the no no. No, no, no. What no. my point is that the Americans tend to go a little bit more extreme. I know what you're ta- I know what you're right?
2: thinking about when, when yeah. for use of chocolate maybe, but yeah. there are American stouts that are phenomenal. Hmm. There are traditional American stouts that are phenomenal. Which one? Like name one. Um, no, no,
1: I meant chocolate. Use of chocolate in beer. But even even with use and chocolate and beer, I think that if we had gone with an American style that wasn't as extreme as these, these picks over here. I understand that's all there was at the time when you're going at the bit. But yet, Zigmeister isn't on the shelves yet. <laughs> yeah,
5: we could do a whole month sitting here drinking.
1: And another chocolate stout is this one.
5: I'm sorry, it sound like Bill Cosby. <laughs> the body with the chocolate. Jello <laughs> yes. yes. pudding and chocolate stout. You're <laughs> feeling <Fun>. sleepy. That's right. It's a couple of quaaludes <laughs> and a couple of stouts, and I'll be right in. Storm King. Storm King, <laughs> Storm
2: King is another a, one. Yeah, Storm Ale Storm Smith, Smith is good. All right, all
1: right, all right. Those are definitely
5: Let's, American stouts. Move yep. On, are we ready
2: to move on worldwide World stout from happy. uh, yeah, from, from dogfish head? There's a bunch of stouts out there chocolate stouts from Rogue. I don't know, we don't have Rogue though, so. we
1: don't. Um, they're hazelnuts. Uh, Thank you. I know, I was hoping that these other ones I, I hadn't tried like 75% of what you brought today, so no,
2: it, I'd go right. back, I'd recommend that one to a friend. Um, it's not bad.
5: I think this is one one of the better ones of the whole batch that we've uh, tried. Yeah. Probably the Youngs is good so far. Um,
1: okay, so the last one.
5: I think it stands stands true to its name—a good yeah. double chocolate stout, you know. But not being elusive in the name, it's double chocolate. Yep, chocolate malt and chocolate.
2: Bell's Kalamazoo
5: Stout is really good too. And there's 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 some left here if anyone wants. Well, we'll okay.
1: Our last last beer here is Sam Smith, their Organic Chocolate Stout.
4: Now, a lot of people think of Sam Smith as the guy who ripped off Tom Petty with his uh, hit song, Stay With Me. But also, he's a brewer, apparently.
1: Apparently, he's a brewer that makes Organic Chocolate (laughs) Stout.
4: Great voice, uh, you know. (laughs) Fantastic brewing technique. A little bit of a plagiarist, but uh, it looks very thick. Ooh.
5: It does. This, so
2: this this stout was rated ninety three. Again, outstanding. The brothers have no score on it. Um, brewed with a with I'm well water. They
1: don't have any well, well water. No mm-hmm. well water. Oh, well means, water. I think they said well water, water means... <laughs> now
5: Sam Smiths is from um, Burton on Trent, is it not? Uh, from
2: that area? I don't know. It's Tadcaster.
5: Tadcaster, but I uh, I thought
2: United uh, Kingdom Tadcaster.
1: Taddy Porter. They're open
2: fermented, right? Um, it's So the Samuel Smith Old Brewery.
1: Traditional English style. They used to be. So don't don't this this is owned. brewed with
2: well water. The original well sunk in 1758, but it's still in use. The hard water is drawn from 85 feet underground. General roasted organic chocolate malt and real organic cocoa used in this ale impart a delicious, smooth, and creamy character. The Samuel Smith brews in a traditional copper and uses stone Yorkshire squares, yeah. which is open fermentation open, vessels. Yeah, open Ooh, square they, fermenta- They're like cool ships. Open cool ships or fermentation. Well, these are these are yep. deep fermentation. Deep vessels. Deep fermentation yeah. vessels, and ships everything Ooh, every bottle to really the brewery with
5: great pride. It's sweet. It has a yeah, coconut-esque
2: like almost flavor. Coconut
5: off the it's nose. almost coconut. Coconut right it, off the it's nose. Almost right. coconut, but I don't. I wouldn't imagine that they actually put coconut. No, they don't.
2: They don't use it. It's five percent ABV.
4: Now would it would it smell like coconut even though there's no coconut in there because of what is the what is it Matt? esters, is that is that what esters makes that? Esters just smell. But, I'm not, no, sure, but like, I'm not sure if that would be coming through. The esters of, of other things come together and make the
1: esters. Esters are definitely the a lot of flavor and aroma profiles that come through, but I'm not sure.
5: I don't know, man. That's a, that's a pretty damn good smell. Yeah,
1: that is fantastic.
4: It's the only one that didn't offend full, me when I it's took It's like a, sip. a
5: full body smell, with. With with hints of coconut, with hint, a nice sweet kind of a.
1: Honestly, it's funny. This, although it's an organic chocolate, like chocolate stout, cake. it almost is like a coconut vanilla stout. <laughs> That's what I'm getting out of it, mm-hmm. and right. not not like vanilla, buttery vanilla. No, um, but
5: there's there's like a coconutty vanilla kind of base taste to it. In addition to all the stout chocolate flavors,
1: huh?
5: I'd say hands down the best one of them all.
2: So, I wanted I want to mention this before, too. Theobroma cocoa. Theobroma uh, is a the Latin term for the cocoa nibs. Mm-hmm. Theobroma means nectar or food of the gods in Latin. And I think that's apropos for this beer. I think this beer is probably taking the cake tonight for me.
1: I agree. I think this yeah. is my favorite tonight.
2: Yeah. Out of the eight. save great. the best for last. Yeah,
1: out of the eight that we had. <laughs> yeah. out, out of out the, the few.
2: 27 <laughs> rare <raiders, laughs>
5: this is a rash. I mean, is, out of everything
2: really that I've read, I've been to several sites to see if anyone's mentioned anything about coconut. And I get nothing about coconut. But what do you think? What they do you use, smell? I, I, well, that's what, you what we're
1: getting. Think? I'm just wondering if it's a different... Because yeah. something happened to the bottle, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what bacteria could have infected this and given us a coconut vanilla beer.
5: Yeah, it's the old, Whatever uh, it is, find
1: out what it is so I can use it. It's
5: coconut, <laughs> bretonomyces uh, <laughs> yeast that they used, which imparted a particular coconut uh, esters uh, in the uh, aroma characteristics of the the, the fine <laughs> chocolate combination of stout with the porter. So they
2: use—they actually use cane sugar in this recipe. Use what? Cane sugar. Organic oh, cane, cane sugar. sugar. Organic barley malt, organic cane sugar, organic hops, and organic cocoa. You know,
5: that brings up a good point, though. Seriously, there is a substantial amount of sweetness in this. There is. And I can't imagine that the cane sugar has that much... Dextrose, that's unfermentable. I it, mean,
1: it can't. It's, it's you know,
5: it's one hundred percent fermentable. It's 100% right, one hundred percent fermentable. So what do they use? Was, they use
1: lactose. I would have thought that it was lactose. They don't say no, lactose. No, lactose no, now anymore. that you're mentioning it, and the fact, the sweetness in it, I would have thought that there'd be lactose
5: because it's really fucking sweet. It's, I mean, is this is this is really. Um, it's very sweet, and maybe I think that that big bed of sweetness <clears throat> uh, makes that coconutness kind of stand up yeah you know? I, I
2: agree with that that's perfectly a good ex- explanation
5: you know I don't I don't know why but it still is there so hmm. overall have... I think it's a it's it's a pretty damn good beer um, organic chocolate stout I would call it something maybe more organic like a sweet stout yeah you know like a sweet stout category in um, I don't
1: know if they
5: back sweetened it. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, uh, yeah, I don't know if they back sweetened it, but it it tastes like they would that they back sweetened it. But I don't imagine that they would have. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty traditional brewery. Um,
1: I wouldn't think that they would. Kind
5: of an enigma at this point.
2: Even on their site alone, it doesn't say anything.
5: Even on their site, they don't understand it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They just say it's brewed with that well water that's sunk in 1758.
1: Um, So, Warren, what was your favorite tonight?
2: You know, um, I thought Sam Smith was going to be my favorite. I'm going to recant that. Really? I'm going to go back to the one previous Young's, probably. Mm. Oh, yeah? Just because it's more of a beer? More of a beer. I could see that. This is a little sweet for me. It's, it gr- is, it's great, but it's it a little is, sweet. It is though. really
5: good. It is sweet, man. The sweet's kind of throwing me off a little bit, honestly. But that's the point, though.
2: If I could import this smell this t- into this the beer that I had previously. It smells like a backwoods cigar. It does. Oh, it smells like go, backwoods, backwoods cigar. Vanilla right? cigar. Yep, yep, you know? yep,
1: yep. It's like, So what, what do you, I love what do you think? What's your favorite? I
5: got a. I My favorite... I'm, I'm going with the Sam Smith's because I like, as much as I like the Young's Double Chocolate, which I think was better than the mm-hmm. other ones, for a small percentages, um, I still would kind of probably buy this one
4: again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to base that on. So you went with Sam what? Smith's? I did. So I'm going to go with Warren. I think I could, I could have more than one of the, uh, what was it, the Young's? The Young's Double Chocolate. Uh, in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is so sweet that I think, like,
5: it is pretty sweet. This, though. You're right. if
4: I just at the end of the day, I just had like this size glass, you know, small yeah. glass, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be enough. It would be a nice treat. But if I want to sit and have a couple of beers in a row, I'd have to go with the Young. So, Could yeah. have? Young's as well.
1: Young's for you, Carl.
0: Oh, I'm just I was just going to make a statement on, on the smell of yeah. the uh, Sam Smith. I think it was from, it's not coconut. I think it's throwing everybody off. It, if you've ever had chocolate jelly bellies,
5: mm.
0: chocolate jelly beans there you go. Mm. is what this smells
5: like. Yes. So chocolate with the Cho- sweet. Cho- chocolate. So they just with fermented the sweet. chocolate.
0: jelly No, beans. but I guess the the point is, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it. I there, think it has to be organic. Organic. Well, yes. No, <laughs> but but that but that but it's the chocolate, the sweet. Now, do they put yeah. some vanilla in, in ch- jelly bellies? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's that's the thing. But I don't
4: think it's coconut. I think it's no, chocolate right. jelly. Mm. Belly. It does taste like it or smell like that. Yeah, chocolate jelly.
0: But beans. what, uh,
1: Carl? What was your favorite favorite tonight? You don't know? I, I, yeah. Barely tasted it. <laughs> yeah. He was just yelling at us Come to on, keep on drinking. You gotta have something. Um, I, I mean. I, I tell yeah. you
0: guys to drink, and I sit yeah. in the background and <laughs> he's, smell he's the And I just sit there and smell the beers. Goes, oh, you guys I'm get I'm so gonna put what they said at
1: the end of this. <laughs> so,
2: so before, before I figure out what you want, like, I just okay. wanna say that the best smelling beer by far is this organic Samuel Smith's. Mm. By far. Right. Mm. If I were to sniff something and that'd be like, oh, that's the beer I wanna drink, yeah. it'd be yeah. this Sniff it one. all night. Yep, I would sniff that all night. Yep. But the one that I wanna drink. It's definitely the Young's because it's just beer first and it's foremost. It's pr- more primarily beer. Right.
0: All right, so you got a, of the
1: American beers, which there were six of them. Wait,
2: Matt didn't choose his oh, his right. yet.
1: Yeah, you just throw me under the bus over here. I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a nobody who thinks he's an everybody.
1: I'm pretty a pretty big deal in this game. You are a big deal in this <laughs> guy. Uh. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, um. is there a good diner around here? Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, on that I'm note, probably, so oh
1: my god, Third. you know what? That's Third. it. Third. I'm out of here. No. Uh, the I'd probably go. You know, I my know what favorite you're say. beer overall would probably be the Young's Chocolate Stout. Um, but second, I probably would go with the Omega.
2: Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I did too. Then something hit say. that. You hit that right yeah, on. You're the, like that. That beer is good. I like that beer yeah. a lot. The
1: pepper one. the, the seduction. No, yeah. Yeah. the seduction. Yeah. seduction not not, not the getting, coffee. We the seduction, yeah. with
5: coffee seduction. Yeah.
2: You know, I could I could see that. So uh, stone fruit. Yeah, there raisins. was some, there was
1: something about it. The it seduced the, the, you. Imperial, the imperial stout nature mixed seduced, with almost like a barley wine yeah. sort of bit to it just gave it a. He was seduced. Oh, okay. And I had an affair. <laughs>
4: <laughs> After I divorced Chris Jenner, Matt and I had an affair, and it was marvelous.
1: Don't tell anybody that yet. Now all my credibility has gone.
4: It was on the dunes in Long Beach
5: Island. Okay, Clamsy, take the boys and sit down in the house.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> now, would I put them inside this thing there, same. Would I turn on the gas and throw a lighted match in there if my friend Muggie was in there? Muggsy.
2: Hey. <laughs>
4: Hello, Muggsy. How are you? Tis I, Caitlyn. <laughs> Caitlyn Dude,
2: Jenner. You yeah. sound like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> and... The- Dr. One Evil. million dollars.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, Caitlyn Jetter sounds like uh, Dr. Evil. <laughs> Dr. Evil. It's Dr. Evil
1: Caitlyn. Yeah. Right. Dr. Evil Caitlyn.
2: <laughs> All right. So getting back. Sorry, Matt. No, you guys heard what I wanted. You heard the beers that I like.
1: Young's Double Chocolate, number one. Seduction from Armageddon number two.
2: That's cool. I think we hit, hit the mark. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you have a chance, go out and try these beers that we tried tonight. I hope you
1: enjoyed all the beers that we were drinking while you were drinking. (laughs)
2: Because, you know, even though we pick apart these beers, it's not like we don't like to drink them. (coughs) Although some of them we don't like to drink. Thank you guys for coming tonight. Yes, for thank Ed you Aaron. so much, guys. Thanks, uh, Appreciate the uh, feedback. It's great to have you guys here, and sure. good luck with your podcast. And yes, thank absolutely. If you. You, you get a chance, get check
1: or
4: out, or out, check that. Oh, it's uh, www.checked-out.com, and you got to type in the www. I don't know why, but that's what it is. And uh, Go there, check it out, and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all that other jazz. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio.
1: Yeah, you guys will love it. Definitely listen to it. Uh, Matt comes on. Don't listen to it with your grandmother, but listen no. to it. Don't listen and to well, it. Laugh gonna your be, ass off. It's going to be
2: cleaned up pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, tonight, a little plug for Matt at uh, Zigmeister Brewing in Hackestown, Come visit when he's open in April, hopefully. That's right. And in Homebrew University at www.hombrauniversity.net. We will see you guys shortly. Uh, and peace.
0: Peace P- out. Info at cool
1: Yeah. Well, oh, we should probably drop the info for our podcast. Well,
2: I, you know, <laughs> well, shit. How are they going to know where to find us well, if they don't listen to, to email us, email us already?
0: Info at cool
2: want to, If you want to talk to us, yeah. yeah. Info at podcast.com. No. no it's not, <laughs>
3: it's not wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
2: Info at
4: coolshippodcast.com. Oh my god. On the That's info at
5: CoolShipPodcast.com.
0: Cool Ship Podcast
5: on the tweet. www.info at That's info <laughs> at Thank
1: you. We got that one. Okay, That's
3: we're good. good to go. Good,
1: good night. <laughs>
0: Later, about about five beers into the night, you guys started getting pretty punchy. It was
3: like, Can I put my
5: pants on now?